The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello? Hello? Hey. Welcome to Life with the Morning. Okay. Wait, I'm going to take it here. Do you want to do the intro? Do I want to do the intro? Sure, I'll do the intro. This is going to be a first time thing. Go, Betsy. Go, shine. One, two, three. Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. This is Life With No Warning with your host, Isabella Llorio and her sister, Monique Llorio. How is everyone doing? We're bringing the gang back together. Except not really, because we still have one person left to the gang. Oh yeah, just a little like fun fact. Life With No Warning <laughs> was supposed to be a sister <laughs> thing. Just never ended up working. Yeah, Super also fun. another fun fact. I created the name and she stole it. What do you mean? What do you mean? I gave the name. We were, you know, I have my Google Sheets with all the little things that I had. Are you sure you created it? I think yeah. we all did at the same time. I was like, life no. with. No. Okay, yes, the life with everyone created. Everyone was like, oh my God, that sounds so good. But then I said, life with no warning. And you guys, and I was so anxious to say it because I was like, <laughs> oh, that sounds a little bit cringe. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. And then I said it, and you guys were like, wait. That sounds so good. So you know what? You know what I find I funny. It. You know what I find but. funny. I don't think so, but you can think that. Oh. Um, Valentina, our older sister, she was like, she was like, why don't we call it, Mom? I'm scared. Come pick me up. <laughs> and I, was like, <laughs> I was like, that is the most millennial thing anyone could say. You know what's the Mom, most unfortunate part? The most unfortunate part is that she's not even a millennial. I know. But but you know what you can't blame her because she grew up with with millennial like influence. Yeah, you know influence. I mean? All those influencers. Like, yeah. She's not to blame in this situation, but here she's we are. giving. Uh, what was the YouTuber's name? Connor. Literally Connor. His last name. I forgot his name. I used to Connor watch. Fran- oh, too well. Connor, Connor Franta. Connor. Connor Franta. She's giving Connor Franta. She's that also giving Tyler Oakley. No, I think Tyler Oakley is a little too extreme. <laughs> Are you sure? No, she's giving Zoella, I would say. Because she was oh, obsessed with Zoella. Yeah. But I love that. Zoella is I like so Zoella, so she's beautiful. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I wanted to marry Joe Sugg. Like, that was my goal in life. For real. And you wanted Casper? Casper Lee. I even <laughs> she bought, even bought the book. <laughs> oh my god. The book. I wish I still had that book. It was such a good book. Anyways, whatever. Anyways, they're growing up. They're growing up. They're all getting married. People are in relationships. Children. Babies. It's crazy. It's crazy that we're living in the same generation as them. Mm-hmm, generation mm-hmm. or the time? Generation. Also, the fact that... It's just a little, like, side note. But have you seen how scary Harry Styles look now? Harry Styles? Yeah, he's so skinny now. I miss yeah, his chubby little yeah. cheeks. Now he looks... He was a little... He was a little chunky before, but I guess that's what aging does to you. But anyway. Um. <laughs> Damn. I don't think he's 30. He's only... Th- oh my God, he's 30. He's 30. 
nobody in One Direction is 20 now. Everyone's in their 30s, right? Uh-huh, Nile too? I think. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think Harry was the last one. Yes, because I he was know. the youngest. <gasps> oh my god, they're old. Isa. My besties are old. Well, that's life. Can you it believe is. I'm almost going to be 30? Can you 22? believe I'm almost going to be 20? <laughs> that's disgusting. No, that sounds okay. No, it doesn't. Not to me. I feel like I've been having existential crisis. I think is... 24 is like when <clears throat> things go downhill. How old is Valentina? Like 25? She's 25. <gasps> She's going to turn 26. Oh my god. Yo. I feel bad for her. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Literally, I cried when I turned 22. Like, I don't want to grow up. That's, like, my biggest fear. Anyways, we're going to be talking about breakups. And I know, guys, that's the only... Like, this is my only personality trait at this point. I get it. I get it. I'm sick of myself. At least I'm self-aware, right? But we're going to be talking about, like... Because Monique and I, we just... I keep saying just. No, we did not just break up. It's, like, we have breakups. We had our experience with our first breakups ever. And so we're going to be talking about like our experiences during the relationship and after, mm-hmm. right? Because Monique found a picture on, on TikTok. Do you want to show wait, that? Wait, wait. First of all, first of all, I want to say that I think, I think it's very weird that people say that having your first boyfriend in like your 20s is weird, which I don't think should be normalized. No, I, I don't think that's think, good. I, exactly. I think so too. Because I have a lot of people that have had their first boyfriends or like a lot of boyfriends during their early, early teen years as in like. Which we're 13, not saying you are not 14, allowed 15, to. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a, I'm not saying that, oh my God, that's so weird. You should not be able to do that. Like, no, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying it could harm, you know, your little fragile brains when you have when you're, when you're yeah, a teenager. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's like generally not healthy. It's traumatic. <laughs> exactly. And then there's like people that, that remain with that one person for like, the entirety of their teenage years and they don't know who they are because they grew up with another person that is stuck to them you know what i mean so yeah but it depends really does depend yes exactly but i'm kind of happy that i had my first relationship when i was like how old was i i think it was 18 when i met him so like 18 19 they say there's a freaking car outside being so fucking loud right now i'm so sorry but anyway um i just want to say that I just wanted to say that also because Isabella was like, how old are you, 20? Wait, the, the fact that you literally just passed through what I just said. You <laughs> literally don't listen to what I say when I talk to you. What? Anyways, it wasn't even that good. I said, I don't forgive you. And you just kept talking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my first relationship, um, I was, I think I was 19, going to turn 20. Because I met him June no, we started dating June. So I was 19. And mm-hmm. then I went to Chicago. And, and I turned 20. 20. Okay. So, well, yeah. And then we broke up when I was 22. Oh, my God. You were together wow. for two years? Yeah. <gasps> Get? Like a year and a half, I think. I don't... I don't even know. I don't even want to think about it. But, um... Whatever. No, it was a crazy relationship. My first relationship ever. Did it scar me? Yes, a little bit. But I think we can move on a little bit. Like I'm not it's not affecting me anymore as I 
thought I was when I was going through the breakup process. I was like, I'm never going to find anyone. I'm so sad. I don't, I don't want to do anything, which is a good thing to do. You have to like kind of marinate with your thoughts of like, it's like yes. a roller coaster though. Because when I broke up, I texted so many of my friends. I was like, how are you dealing with a breakup? Like, how can you heal from liking someone so much or loving uh-huh. them? And they were like, no, girl, like, obviously the beginning is going to be really hard. You're going to have moments where you're like, I don't even need him. Like, why am I crying? And then the second, like a second later, you're going to start crying because you miss them. That's real. like, it's just a process That's that you real. have to go through. But also I'm like really happy that we're going it. We're going through the breakup, but like at similar ages, if that makes sense. Similar ages. Yes, similar age range. Because, oh, okay. What do you mean? What do you mean? I got my first boyfriend when I was 18, 19. You got your first boyfriend when you were 19, 20. That's like the same age range. Like, hello. I came up with this topic because I was scrolling through TikTok, as one does. And I went and saw this like photo collage type of video, you know, those like really depressive ones, whatever. So I saw it and I found this one. (laughs) It's like two circles. And then in the middle of the circle is like the the conjoint. It's the graphic circles. Exactly. So the first circle, the left circle says having a nightmare. And then the right circle says first day of a breakup. And then the middle circle says in quotation marks, can I sleep with you, mom? Question mark. Question mark. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so me when I went through the breakup. So then I texted Isabella. (laughs) I texted Isabella and I was like, Isa, we need to do a podcast episode about this because this is such an interesting topic to me because when I'm such a curious person that I like to investigate about literally anything so when I went through the breakup I I did I did so much like digging and like searching for information about breakups because I was like I need to know every single detail about what I'm going through right now and it certainly was because after you know what's even crazier what's that tiktok comment we all we all live the same life or something yes someone like posts a video and they're like wow i don't have an original thought i don't have (laughs) one single original thought exactly it's literally that and you know what's even crazier that when i went through the breakup i i got i started receiving so many like breakup videos in my for you page and it was like oh my god like that's literally me like that is literally me and then i got like that's when I fully, like, understood that, wow, people really go through breakups. Like, breakups is not, like, a funny thing. It's a serious thing. And I remember you and I would, like, always fantasize about, like, oh, my God, I want to go through a breakup. I want to see how it feels. Like, oh, my God, getting your heart broken. (laughs) I wish I never said that in my life. I wish I can take that back because generally top five worst things has ever happened to me in my life. You know, I was talking to our mom and she was like no yeah i really wanted you to go through a breakup like i really wanted you to do that and i was like i get it i get it it's like for us to grow up and like actually Uh understand what a breakup is but like the fact that that like our mom told us in front of our face like no yeah i wanted you to go through a breakup i know Isa, I live with her. She says this to me basically every single day. She's like, I just, I needed you guys to go through a breakup. And I'm like, I get it, but we need to stop saying that. (laughs) We get it, truly. And the fact like she pulls out like these jokes about like exes out of nowhere. It's just like, oh my God, mom. (laughs) Do you want to start into like talking about how it's your relationship and then like the breakup process and like how you're doing now? 
yes actually i would love to do that i would really love to do that uh where should i start from i feel like i should start with like the actual relationship i personally think i had a good relationship with this person he was very nice he was very funny he was very cringe i will say that i don't know how i mm. like let that pass in the beginning but i guess i just really wanted a boyfriend so bad um you know people say that when you like someone a lot you don't see the red flags but i think yeah <laughs> sometimes they're true. just too loud they're just too loud and yes actually sometimes sometimes those red flags even though being cringy is not that big of a red flag because i am cringy i am cringy I'm, no. I'm... no keep going thank you i just you. i always have the, wait i always have the need to like explain in every episode it's gay wait nobody understands that this is my type of humor they actually think i'm being truly like honest when i say those like cringy jokes well then they're stupid yeah they are okay continue so i myself am cringy but i'm the cringy type where it's like you can i make it so clear that it's a joke like it's like Damn. you know what i mean Can't really... but like he he also he also was that but he was also like naturally cringy like that was his personality and i was like oh uh you know what i don't know if i like that but you know what i would also tell him to his face so he would recognize that whatever he said was cringy and he should stop doing that he did have a couple red flags that i didn't notice up until like after the breakup but during the break, I mean, during the relationship, I was like, oh, that was a little bit of a red flag. Uh, I don't really like what you Give said. me an example. Because uh, I don't think I know about one, this. But I feel like if I say it, like, people will literally be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, that shouldn't have happened. Oh, no, um, girly. You can trust me. There's a lot of red flags in my first relationship. Yeah, no, I know that. That I brushed off. <laughs> I know that. I know that. But I don't want to <laughs> really put my um, past relationship okay. out on, online. Tell so. me and I'll bleep it out no <laughs> i can't what the heck i embarrass myself in front of you you saw me not it's not embarrassing though it's actually like a little bit worrying so i don't think do you want I me want to tell to you one do you want me to tell you one okay fine when he was younger he would <laughs> for fun Isabella, there's no fucking way you stay with that man no, <laughs> that's what i'm fucking telling you actual fuck no what he told me fuck? In the end, okay? In the end, when things were already rocky. And I was like, the fuck? I can't be with someone that does that. To asco de hombre. Y si estás escuchando esto, vete a la Uh, sorry. I uh, gotta look away. <laughs> Should I say why we broke up? <laughs> or no? If you want to. It's okay, I don't know if I want to. You don't have to but... give details. Just say like, oh, a little accident happened. <laughs> a little, a little oopsie happened. Um... Basically, it was not in my hands, but I ended up breaking up with him because, yes. Um, so I want to say that I officially broke up with him in October, I think. I think it was October. Or I don't know when it was, honestly. But before the day that I broke up with him, I had like a three-week break of like not talking at all because I wanted to like see how I felt not mm-hmm. being with him, you know, not having a relationship with this person. So I was like let me just let me just see how it is so this is when i start having my symptoms of post breakup but i'm still in a relationship but not really let me let me tell you the first the first one i'm gonna say haunted me for an entire week and a half i want to say but it felt like the absolute longest time of my life it was night terrors 
night terrors. I'm gonna say it's night terrors because I did I would wake up like sweating and sometimes screaming from these. Like the movies, like <gasps> like that. For like exactly like for that. real, for real, exactly like that. like that. And it was so scary because I've never experienced that in my life. Like I've never experienced night terrors, so this was really scary for me. So I was like, "What the hell is happening to me?" So I would just have like these really weird dreams and like. It was fucking, like, scary, dude. And I would wake up screaming and crying. And, <laughs> like, actually screaming? No, like, actually screaming and crying. Like, cr- like tears of, like, just fear. It wasn't sadness. It was fear, okay? <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> so, basically, I was dying in my sleep. And then, uh, this led me to believe i don't think this led me to believe but it was like a combination of night terrors and then also feeling like there was someone in my room like this corner i'm sitting right now i always felt like there was someone there standing watching over me when i slept and it felt it felt like a very malicious type of energy but i felt like this person i felt like this person was a man like it was a man it wasn't oh, shit. a woman <laughs> this is scary and i feel like that made me even scary like scared more scared because i was like I don't want to have a strange man I don't know that possibly doesn't exist to just stand in my room you know watching sleep. Now that I, sorry, now that I think about it, why does that always happen? Like when I, I'm gonna be very honest. <laughs> I had a really big pregnancy scare to the point <gasps> where, like, literally, I went on my bed. I was on my computer, and all of a sudden, I just start bawling my my eyes out because I was like. I don't want to be a mom. I wasn't even like paying attention to like what my family would say because I really don't care what my family would say. I think what affect me more is my mom's reaction to it. But I was like crying so hard in that night. Remember when I told you I felt someone that was looking at me and I woke up like (gasps) because I Uh, thought someone was looking at me and I saw something standing in front of me, a guy with a hat. That was the night. So isn't that weird? Isn't that scary? You have these like night I think that's the strangest like feeling ever. Even even if it's, like, not real, even if it's just in your head and you think that someone is standing there, even if no one is standing there, I think that's generally just, like, creepy. because like, you why feel you a that? person seeing you. Like, if there's no one there, then why do you have that feeling? Then I also... Well, this is very typical after a breakup, but, like, I would not eat for, like, days and weeks and months Skinny. and years. No, I'm kidding. But for... A really long time. I think that for a whole month, like, I wasn't eating properly. Like, I would probably, like, not eat in the in the mornings because I, to begin with, I don't usually eat something big in the morning. I eat, like... Uh, Did you feel nauseous after eating or you just felt full? Yes. No, like, I felt, I felt, like, full because I feel like my stomach was already getting smaller because I was eating less. And also, like, I just didn't have the appetite to eat. Like, I would literally, at the end of the day, I'd be like, damn, I literally didn't eat anything today. What the hell? So it was kind of like that. And then because of that, I lost a bunch of weight. And like, and now I see, like, I, I realized that I actually lost a lot of weight. Not because I realized it, but because people around me would say it. You lost so much weight. And I'm not yes. saying it in, in a bad way, though. I feel like it's sounding like I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. But like, yeah. It's just weird to see you because I, you know, obviously I've seen I've you. I've never been skinny. That's the thing. I've never been skinny. I've always been a chubby girl. Like, that's why it looks so weird. I only realized that I actually had lost weight when I asked my friend from school if I had, if she thinks that I had lost weight. And she said, yes, I even got scared. And I was like, oh my God. What do you mean you got scared? 
what do you mean? And you weren't going to tell me? She was like, I was just, I was too scared to even tell you. And I was like, what the freak do you mean? And then I asked my other friend and I said, do you think I've, I've lost weight? And she said, yes, like I was getting a little bit worried. And I was like, what the hell? Two people have been, have said this to me already. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. So you lost weight because of the relationship you got night terrors and what was it like that shadow guy that was looking at you did you have any like good things out of the relationship when you were in the relationship Um, do do you think like you grew as a person did i grow as a person yes i feel like i feel like because i got over the relationship in kind of like a fast way like wait how did you get over the relationship first on like actually well, I think I got over the relationship because I'm a person that really has, like, I have a good mindset. I have a positive mindset at all times. Literally, the, even when I'm in my most depressed state ever, I will tell myself that it will get better because I know it gets better. Like, I've gone through shit, and it has gotten better. So I know that it's a cycle. It's mm-hmm. like an up and down type of thing. It's not a linear um, thing that happens in life. So... I've always told myself that, you know, just give yourself time, give yourself or allow yourself to feel the things that you're feeling. Like I allow yourself to cry because you're allowed to cry. Like you're literally going through a breakup of like a relationship of a year, basically. Um, Like you're allowed to cry. And it takes time. But also, Uh but also like I would, I would say like, yes, sit down and think about your feelings and cry about it. But also don't, because I've seen so many people that keep, thinking about their ex after like two years go by Mm -hmm. it's like because they're stuck on it they're still thinking about it you have to like get over those feelings some way i would say like get into like i don't know like go to a live like do actual like activities not only sit in your room and go on your phone because yes the tiktok algorithm is going to show you breakup shit and so obviously you're going to be thinking about oh my breakup my breakup my breakup that's why whenever I went through my breakup for the first time, I would go on my TikTok and every, everything would be breakup, breakup, breakup. Same. Then we get we got back together and my For You page went back to normal. But when we broke up finally the last time, 
on my TikTok, every time when a breakup thing came up, I would swipe super fast because I didn't want my TikTok to be filled with breakup stuff. And so my TikTok was not filled with breakup stuff. So I was able to get over this person and still be on my phone. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, obviously you have to, you have to like block out the things that remind you of that person or let's, or like, yeah, reminds you of that person because if you keep on having these things on your phone, if you keep on having pictures, if you keep on having their Instagram, if you keep on having like notifications of like them watching your stories or, yeah, you know, if you have, if you have the access, you're going to do it. And that's what I learned from this. I blocked him because I said, I, I don't want to see him watching my stories. I unfollowed the brother because I didn't want to see his stories or like him being in the stories of his brother or like I did I did not want anything to do with him because I was like if I see him the process that I'm doing now of healing is just gonna it's like just gonna take, reverse yeah exactly yeah. it's just it's not gonna work out so I just had to like generally block out everything that I had from him on my phone my life my everything yeah. basically I would say like give yourself like at least a month or two months of like being sad or like grieving not even two months i think one month of you crying but then after that month passes by do something not just sit down and keep thinking about this person because then you're never going to get over them if you keep thinking about them exactly did you do like some sort of activity when you were going through the breakup my mom really helped me with that like she i remember this one time she surprised me with this like art activity thing that um this random woman that does art she like made a group of strangers of strangers that spoke english and my mom surprised me with this activity thing because i met new people there i felt so happy and so like my energy like boom boosted so like like, you kind of focused more on them Mm -hmm. like making friends instead of like thinking about what you were thinking in your head yes exactly and i also focused on trying to be more close to my friends in school because I remember last year I wouldn't hang out with my school friends after school like that was just like I go to school they're my my school friends and then I go home but now this year like I hang out with them after school or like we talk more Mm -hmm. like I, I I have more connections I have more friends because I'm more focused on trying to do that as my objective than having to text my boyfriend and wanting to see him on the weekends or wanting to whatever with him like it's just I feel like my whole my whole like focus last year was like school passing that year and my boyfriend and now this year it's more like friends and my life and yes school obviously but like my objective to get to certain points are like various different things it, it's not only one thing if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah i get that okay my turn my relationship i would describe it in the beginning it was a good relationship honestly it was fun we had good jokes together it was just, I would say it was good relationship. Like, I felt good in this relationship. But then when time went on, you know, some people get bored and some people decide to do some weird things. There would be a lot of, like, micro-cheating, right? Like, he would be DMing girls on Instagram. I knew about this, but I was so stupid. Because you know what? I had this, like, idea in my head that I wanted my relationship, my first relationship, to be a long relationship. I think it's also the... I don't want to bring up trauma, but I think it also depends on, like, it had something to do with my mom and my dad divorcing, maybe. Because I'm like, yeah. no, like, love does exist. Like, it actually is a real thing. Like, like, oh, my God. And so I was, like, I was, like, forcing myself to be in this relationship, even though I 
I was already like I was so done with it. I was like, yeah, I would talk back because I was like, I'm not going to let this person think that I'm stupid enough to think that he's not talking to other people. Like he was so obvious when a guy is cheating on you. I think it's so obvious. They change something in the routine and you're like, mm, something's weird. So it was a bunch of that. Also, the thing that really hurt me was the amount of like money I would waste. Uber rides were like the worst thing ever. I was a victim of guys who needed Uber rides. I would use an Uber ride to go to him. I would pay his Uber ride to come look at me, like come to me. And I just crazy. I just hate myself for doing that. Like that's so weak. I'm such a weak little bitch for doing that. But um, like, like for a girl to do that to a guy is kind of embarrassing. But for a guy to do that to a girl, it's like whatever like you do the, you so can. nice like oh my god <laughs> such a king no but like he was broke i was the one with the money and so ugh. i hated myself because when we broke up for the first time and we did not talk for a whole week i was like i feel so good to have money and not have to waste it on other people <laughs> and then when i go back to him again i was mad at myself i was like why am i going back to this person now i'm so miserable all the time because i have to like waste money like i would tell myself like why am i doing this and um anyways i think but i think the good thing about him like during the relationship some benefits was that he would actually defend me all the time from my family i'm not saying my family like if my if my family is listening to this i love you guys it's just i think we just don't have the same personality we don't have the same views on life so obviously we're going to clash in that part, in that sense. So he would defend me in front of my, like my grandparents would always tell me like, oh, you're so stupid for doing that. And in my case, I'm so, u- like, I'm not saying I'm used to people just saying that I'm stupid, but they say it in a way that I don't understand that they're actually telling me that I'm stupid. So we went, we walked back home and we arrived and my grandpa was like, oh, Isa, you're so stupid for doing this. And then my ex-boyfriend, he comes and says, like, what are you talking about? Don't talk, don't tell her that she's stupid. And, and in the moment, I didn't really think about it until he, like, said something. Like, hey, don't tell her that she's stupid. And then after that moment, I sat down. And I, I think I talked to my older sister. I was like, Vale, do you think people victimize me too much? Do you think they protect me too much? And she was like, yes, they do. And so I had a whole, like, life revelation. I was like, oh my god, this is so true. And I didn't even, like, picture it. Like, I didn't even notice it. It's not the fact... Valentina actually told me. She asked me, like, Isa, do you think that you victimize yourself? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because this is normal for me to have people around me act like if I'm a baby. And actually help me with everything I do in life. Which I'm not saying... Like, now I get more mad at my mom whenever she's like no but you should do this and this and this and i and i tell her no i'm gonna do this and this and this so we create more fights but because if it wasn't for my ex-boyfriend telling me like hey you know people are acting like if you're a baby and you're literally 22 years old you get to do things the things that you want to do and not have someone control you and so i opened up and i was like whoa that's true it sounds like i'm playing the victim card but i'm not i've had so many problems in my life where i understand why my mom acted the way that she acted with me yeah but it's also to the point of like now i need to back off and actually act like i'm 22 at least i'm aware right i'm aware i've had three jobs already that are big jobs 
and shit like that. So congratulations. Anyways, but you know what? At least, at least he helped you on realizing open up. Yeah. That. Well, that's like the whole point of the first relationship. It kind of puts your, your like, like your, the base of like what yes, you like. Yes, the, the base of don't. what you want to have in a relationship. No, I get that. Because in that. the beginning, then, it was your first relationship. You just didn't know what was going on. Anyway, yeah. so. And I just wanted that shit to last long. <laughs> I don't know why I did that to myself. But also, and then when I was during the relationship, like the, oh my God, when I was in the breakup era or the situation, I, what did I do? I did cry. Actually, I did not cry that much because we did break up before. So I was like, kind of like already used to it i was actually happy for once because i was able to talk to people that i not that i wasn't allowed to talk to them it's just i know that they felt uncomfortable because one of my boy best friends he had a crush on me and i knew that right and so i told myself why would i hang out with someone that i that i know likes me if i know my boyfriend feels uncomfortable with that so i like obviously i backed down and i like stopped talking to this person but then when we broke up i started talking to him again just friends wise and I told him oh I I I literally just view you as a friend and he's like yeah sure it's fine it's whatever you don't have to be forced to like me back and so it was fun because I was like free I could talk to anyone that I wanted to talk to I was sad I had like those roller coaster of emotions where like oh this feels so good I don't have to waste my money on people and then I would cry and I'd be like oh I'm so alone like I I want to be with this person but then also I know a lot of people tell us having like a rebound i wouldn't even say it's like a rebound but i think (laughs) just literally i'm not even kidding that's the thing that really made me stop thinking about my (laughs) ex-boyfriend fully 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 you may be right you may be right though you may be right (laughs) i feel like why are people saying rebounds are bad no they actually help you a lot like they help like even even if it's just like a date dude go out with someone random even if the date is horribly like goes horribly wrong you'll be thinking about how embarrassing the date was instead of like how your ex treated you and how exactly you him no marks. even if it's just a crush like if you find oh, yeah. a new crush really helps. you're good you're good you're done like you're over yeah. that <laughs> like it, it's gonna me, be gone was, it's gonna be over exactly for me that was it like having a crush i found a new crush and immediately i was like wow I'm i need healed. this man <laughs> I'm healed. Oh my god. And I was so happy that I found a new crush. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And like I got it's so fun excited. having a crush. Exactly. Like a crush that isn't your boyfriend, obviously. Like No, that sounded wrong. Wait a minute. Obviously when you're in, when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to have a crush on your boyfriend. That's like how it works. But I'm saying like when you're when you're when that person is not in your life anymore and you have a new crush, you're like yeah even sometimes i used to force myself to have crushes on people and it works it really does work so like if you're going through a breakup literally i don't know create a crush somehow and you're gonna focus on them more than on your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend yes yes because literally that's the best um medicine to get over a person i wouldn't i in this moment i would not get into a relationship unless I feel like he is the one but I have never felt like that in any moment so like I think it's just like for now I'm chilling I'm 
being by myself. I like being by, by myself. Like, you can do anything you want. Exactly. And, like, it's it's just you being you. And it's fine. And it's fun. I feel like, for me, in the beginning of my single... I don't want to say era. I'm so annoyed of the word era. But, I like, when I was first single, whatever, after the first relationship... um. I felt like I needed to find someone immediately because I wanted to have like the affection again because I was I'm not an affectionate person at all like I don't find affection in like friends or anything so I don't hug my friends I don't like hug random people like that's just not me the only people I hug are my siblings rarely my mother and the person I'm dating but the person I'm dating is gone so I only have my mother like (laughs) <laughs> do you understand what i mean like i wanted yeah, to find an I get affection that. but then like with time it's literally how i mean time heals everything like that's the only that's the only like yes thing you can have, it's honestly. like at least one month of crying and being sad or whatever and then the second month and you're good you get your ass up and you're doing something get a crush go on a exactly. walk oh right yeah. i never talked about this really fast uh the f- side effects that i had when i was going through my breakup was I literally, I would get anxiety attacks. Literally anxiety attacks. I was in my work, I was at my job, I was in my computer, and I started thinking about, like, all the girls that I knew he was talking to and, like, them, you know, having yeah <laughs> relations together. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started, like, for some reason, like, loops, loops of different scenarios. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I started, like, yeah. not being able to breathe. I was like... <gasps> It was the first time I actually had, like, a real strong panic attack. And I was like, ew, this is so disgusting. Why do I think about him, this like, this much that I need to have a panic attack? So that happened. I think it was, like, the only time when that really happened. I think I will agree on, like, the imagining the ex-partner with different partners. That is the yeah. most disgusting thing to me. And it's, like, you the know most what? triggering. Yes. Uh, this might be a little bit TMI. I have no idea, but... I feel like whenever I, whenever I have the, no, how do I explain this? Wait a minute. Let me (laughs) recollect. How do I say this? Like the thought of anything sexual makes me disgusted. I don't know (laughs) if that, I don't know if that's just me. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, but anything. I get that. That subject. I'm like immediately no disgusting. Shut up. I have a really low sex drive. Dude. Like nunca se me antoja. Nah, I'm just like, okay, like, I could go days without having anything, and I'm, like, fine with it. I'm I'm good without it. Guys, Even though, never. wait, I saw, wait, I saw, <laughs> I saw a TikTok where someone says, if you don't uh, masturbate as a woman, your clitoris can disappear. <laughs> Disintegrate. <laughs> Disintegrate, literally. What the fuck? Into thin air. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I saw the comments. I don't remember what they said, but I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, continue. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no. Continue. Um, no, that was it. That was it. Just like the anything, like the initiation of a sexual thought is just disgusting to me. I feel like I... What was the only thing you did? Like kiss? No hand? I'm, I'm not going to disclose that information. Are you crazy? <laughs> this is a You never internet. tell it to me. Fuck. I don't have any information of like what extent... And you're never going to. So, live with it. <laughs> what type of sisters are we if you're not going to tell me anything? I just, I don't feel... Isabella, we're on a fucking podcast. Don't <laughs> ask me these types of questions right now. Jesus not Christ. now, when we're done. 
Anyways, uh, I feel like good. no, but I get it. Like all my older sister Valentina, she like is very open and she always like mm-hmm. says these things out of nowhere and you're just like because oh. I am someone that imagines everything. So it's okay, how can you not? That's the uh, thing. Yeah. It's disgusting. That's why I don't want to give information out like that. Jesus Christ. But just don't give detail. Like I could t- I could t- I could literally tell you everything I've done and I wouldn't care. Because I feel I do, comfortable though. with you. No, it's good. The, the thing is, like, if, if, because I also imagine it. Like, if my sister stock, like, start talking about it, I would literally, I'd rather jump off the third floor of my building than imagine that. So then I'm immediately think, if I ever say anything, these people will imagine me in this, te- in these types of situations. And that's, like, literally the <laughs> last thing I want people to imagine. Okay, but. Me. Okay, bueno, yeah. I get it, and I respect you. I respect Thank you. your decisions, okay? But I think that's pretty much it. I, I don't have anything else to add. Relationships, I was going to say relationships suck. They but don't. It really depends. They're actually really nice. Yeah, it's just really fun to have, like, someone next to you. Yeah. But you and, know like, what? A friendship. After after these, after the breakup I've had, I still have hope. It's not like a, it's not like this person has yeah. ruined my image on love. Like I, I, I'm still excited for my next boyfriend. Like I'm completely super excited. Me too. I can't wait until I have like a good, stable person in my life. Yes, and even if and that person doesn't last in my life, I'm still. Did you hear that? No. Oh. Even if that next person that is in my life isn't doesn't stay with me forever, that's completely fine again because I don't really care. I don't care because then after him I'm gonna get another one that's probably gonna be the one (laughs) you know what I realized this whole podcast episode I've had my cheeks super red and super hot like I was just going like you are hot thank you so much I appreciate it but I want to know I have a question for you I have a serious question what is your media of the week my media of the week is give me a second well while you're thinking yes I'm going to tell you one of my favorite. It's such an old song, but it's so good. And I will never get tired of it. Girlfriend by Hemlock Springs. I literally use this song for my YouTube video. And I love it. It's such a, like an old ah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to go. I'm going to give you three songs. Are you ready? Go. Okay. Urban Angel 1999 by Thomas Heaton. I'm in love with you by the 1975. And then we have Gavili Rubina from Juan Luis Guerra. Así es, mi gente. I love Juan Luis Guerra. He is the love of my life. I want to see him live. That's it. Um, Cute. I think that's all I have, actually. Do you have, like, a TV show movie? A TV show? <gasps> Mixed in 1963. That shit is so good. Like, I literally, I've been trying I've to search for... What do you mean no? What to say it again because I didn't hear you clearly. You, you know the French TV show that literally everyone is obsessed with right now? No, Akina Staki. No one's talking about any French TV show. Girl, it's all over TikTok. You have an American TikTok. Can we just talk about how TikTok ruined TikTok? How about no? Okay. Did you already say Did my already TV say? show? My TV show is Desperate Housewives. I started watching it again. So good. Are so you serious? Good. I'm serious. It's such a good TV show. Damn. It is a good TV show. 
and it reminds me of like us laying on our couch and just watching it all together oh my god yeah with mommy oh that was such a good time she really knew what she was doing with that tv show yeah and i think that's it i think that's i don't really watch other like movies or anything i mean youtube kind of is in media of the week right i guess yeah you can say you're youtubers okay me <laughs> actually no don't put that in don't put that in i don't have a youtube channel i don't but they're not my... gonna be able to look for you anyways i know that uh, but people do their research and they're gonna find me somehow who do you think is watching this no one is watching i don't know or listening i don't know but i'm terrified okay, yeah, either yeah. way but my number one youtuber is curtis connor and then obviously emergency intercom but curtis connor is literally the only person i watch apart from nicole raffi nicole raffi and Curtis Connor are the only two YouTubers I can watch because apart from that, I don't care. No one does good content anymore. They're all boring. <laughs> I remember when I used to be in my Curtis Connor era, like I would only watch Curtis Connor, the Barbie versus Bratz, all of that yeah. shit was so good. And then I stopped. And now who do I watch? Literally Cody Ko, but that's only when I'm eating. And I think that's pretty much it. No, I watch the podcast Dropouts with oh yeah 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 <laughs> um zach justice and tara uh-huh. they're such a good duo and they're so funny to watch and then i also went to jc's live mm-hmm. where they play never have i ever it's so funny i don't understand how his brain works he is just too funny and he comes up with like good comebacks every time like all the time everything that comes out of his mouth is funny and i laugh i need i need someone like that in my life <laughs> i like, laugh I all need the time. someone like that a lot of people don't make me laugh it's just literally zach justice or keenan jc but they're old videos yes but <laughs> jesus christ that man is so smart he is with so smart. whatever comes out of his mouth he is wow like i want to be him so bad me too i think like it, it would just be so funny to be around him in a room yeah so i think that's it i think that's all the media for today It was fun talking about our ex-boyfriends and how breakups are breakups and we'll get over them. I see us. Eventually. I mean, I'm already over it. It's your turn. What do you mean? I'm already fixated. Fixated? Uh Uh-huh. On someone else. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're literally right. Except, no, because you still get mad whenever you talk about your ex-boyfriends. I think it's just more... No, no, no. I'm mad about myself and how I let things like that happen to me. Oh, never mind then. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like so mad at myself. Like, why would I let myself go through all that just to stay with someone like that? Anyways, I think that's it. I think that's it because I'm going to start getting mad again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Monique, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Now you're going to get clout. Just watch. Absolutely not. Literally no. (laughs) What are you talking about? This is like the most, this is the fastest growing podcast in the world. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Mardi Gras. I saw saw your TikTok. Your mouth looks so funny in that TikTok. Mardi Gras. (laughs) Was it really that funny? Hasta Valentina started laughing. (laughs) She doesn't even know what the audio is. I actually, I was so confused why she was laughing. I was like, you know this? What? Mardi Gras. 
Anyways, <laughs> love you guys so, so much. I'm giving you a little virtual hug. Let's give them a kiss, okay? One, two, three. Mwah. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.